0: This is where everyone realizes that they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. You set out to record something, you have something in mind that you want to say, that you want to get out, and that mic gets in front of your face. You press record, and you have no idea what you want to say. All you know is that you just want to talk, you just want to say something. And what's so crazy to me about this world that we're living in is that we just keep feeling the need to be heard. Like we just have to be heard and everyone is compelled to say something and share something. But because we're doing it through these channels where we're sending it out into the ether and waiting for people to absorb it absorb it before we have their attention. Um, no one is listening (laughs) and everyone is exhausted from a being asked to listen and b being asked to create something that they don't want to create, you know, whether it's, you know, some kind of output for work, (laughs) writing some email that they don't want to be writing, talking to someone they don't want to talk to, and at the end of the day, even though they've been talking to people all day and have been creating work and output and stuff all day, they just feel like they haven't talked to anyone. Like I haven't talked to anyone all day because everything that I was saying was just a bunch of stuff I didn't want to be talking about. And a bunch of people I didn't really even want to be talking to. Um, and it's just exhausting you know, and then we start these podcasts (laughs) to say something to be heard because my voice doesn't exist in my life right now. Like it just doesn't like even my poor little journal is just sad and neglected And then when we're so exhausted from not existing in the life that we're existing through you know, we sit down and we start like absorbing content and we start looking for stories that we want to hear. And we start, you know, maybe even just scrolling aimlessly, hoping for something to grab our attention and, and, and catch our eye, you know, there was some headline recently about social media and you know, the kind of automatic scrolling is keeping all of us hooked on dopamine, on these like micro amounts of of dopamine that we get from interacting with content in this way and just being kind of constantly subtly entertained, so that we're actually never really entertained and, and we're not getting the kind of roller coaster highs and lows that our evolutionary brain and and the hormones associated with our regulatory systems are used to getting. And so it's just like we're micro dosing dopamine all day. We are trying to speak and use our voice all day about things that we, we don't like, and we don't care about. And so we're pumping out more and more and more and more content and we're absorbing more and more and more content, but just like question, Does anyone feel heard? And the people that I talk to that are, you know, trying to get heard for their business or to just grow personally, they tell me that all they want like secretly is yeah I mean they they're trying to produce content so that they can grow their business or 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 whatever it is but really underneath it all it's it's this drive it's this need to be seen and to be heard and to feel like that the work that they do matters to someone else And I think that's what's so amazing and so fucked up about this space that we are all floating in, whether we like it or not, where every single thing that we are doing outside of actually just spending time with other human beings and taking care of ourselves is just this endless loop of production and entertainment. And most of it's not that satisfying, but we are driven constantly to keep doing it because what we're supposed to be doing is sitting across from each other, talking and telling stories and laughing in real time and creating in real time and using our voice and talking about things that we want to be talking about across from the people that already are giving us that attention and want to hear what we have to say. You know, we sit down together and then we start talking. And that's what makes podcasts so fucking amazing. (laughs) Like just one, two, three, four people sitting down and having a conversation. And I'm not like the kind of person where podcasts are constantly in my ears. I, I have one or two on rotation maybe per week. And I get burned out on podcasts really quickly because I don't know, there's just, there's something in my ear and my soul that just hears when, oh, now they're just doing it to keep doing it. And it's not fresh anymore. Um, it's not real anymore. It's not coming from an authentic place. It's, you know, oh, they've got advertisers. (laughs) So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having advertisers, but like you can tell when that, fire goes out. But one of my favorites right now is smartless. (laughs) And I have to laugh at myself for going, Oh, cool. Like three white male celebrities, uh, talking about this industry where, you know, from the outside looking in, there's just this enormous, amount of privilege and yada, yada, yada. Like, look, there's, there's a huge woke lens that is on it and probably needs to be on it to some degree, but like it is the most addicting shows I've probably ever come across because it's just these incredibly real conversations about and with the people that you never really get to see as real, you know, they're on this podcast talking about things that they can't talk about on the late night talk shows, um, you know, that they may or may not be talking about through their social media, you know, but because they're sitting down with other people that have that shared experience, like actors, writers, directors that have been through it all. Those are the best conversations I've ever heard. And they're, they're coming from these people that were just characters before. And now they have this new life to them. They have a whole story, a whole biography. And that conversation is so addictive and it doesn't matter who they're talking to. I just lap it up because, oh my gosh, this is a real conversation happening. And everybody there is really enjoying it. And, you know, I think especially since lockdown, you know, we've all built a bubble, you know, for safety and it might be a teeny tiny bubble of only the people in our household. It might be slightly larger, but we do kind of get in our little echo chambers where we're having the same kinds of conversations with the same people. And those people are extremely burned out just like we are. And I don't know about you guys, but the person in my house, We don't actually work on the same things at all during the day. We're in, we're in related industries, but we have very different work experiences. And so, you know, our shared experiences are the memories we have. And then, you know, maybe we get to go out and party or something like that. But I think the only time that we've actually ever worked on anything together side by side is, you know, the most recent wallpaper project or something. And the only time we've ever overcome a challenge is a challenge that we have with each other, which, you know, is really rewarding. You know, it's a really hard experience that turns out to be a very rewarding experience, but it's not a great story. (laughs) It's not a great story that you can tell someone, Hey, remember that time that we really, really miscommunicated. And then we talked it through and there was a little bit of screaming and crying but we actually came out for the better like that was awesome high five dude you know and and that work is amazing but where are we getting this like storytelling story listening need fulfilled and it just drives me crazy that it's coming from the people we don't know And what we are doing with the people we do know is stuff we don't want to be doing and we don't want to be talking about and we definitely do not want to be listening to. And I just wish that we were in a place in our society where we could normalize. And I'm really sorry to use that word, normalize, by the way. Can we denormalize the word normalize? But what I'm saying is just that we've, we've gotten away from people having shared experiences, good or bad, and then getting to laugh about it later on and reflect about it later on. I mean, we're just doing less things together than we ever used to. And now that we are all kind of working remotely, the relationships we have with the people that we work with are getting more and more strained or non-existent yet we're spending all of our quote unquote time with these people that we don't have relationships with, or, you know, there's some kind of, you know, boundary there where you can't develop a a culture in a, in a real way. And then, yeah, the rest of our time is spent with, you know, the family and the friends that we have that don't know about that, that don't have anything to do with that. And we're just struggling to have those shared experiences together, you know, and we're lucky these days to get a happy hour to, you know, to get a dinner and, uh, with our friends and family have a party, you know, maybe for people that are, you know, comfortable gathering right now. It's just a shame. It really is. Like I went camping with a group of girls last year and how I felt when I came back from that trip. I mean, we were maybe out, like, we were just kind of in the woods at a nearby park. We're here in Texas. It's not far, it's like a 45 minute drive. It was great. It was a gaggle of like seven or eight of us, don't remember. But we were out there for maybe 24 hours. I think a couple people stayed slightly longer. But when I came home, I felt like I had had a week long vacation the energy and just refreshment and amount of just well-rested I felt after that. And I'm like, we barely slept. We drank a lot. We took an edible. We slept on the ground, you know, with just like a small layer of what's that called? It's called a sleeping bag (laughs) with a sleeping bag between us and the ground. And like, I shouldn't have felt so well rested, but it was just the shared experience of we're just doing something different. We're having a small adventure, which is what our species is designed to do with each other and sitting down and talking about that. So, not to be beating a dead horse with this, but I do think there's something incredibly broken in our society. Where the only way to survive, quote unquote, or to, you know, to even work on thriving every minute of every day really goes against our nature, where we have to build time into our schedule to exercise instead of, oh, well, (laughs) everything we do is exercise. Or, you know, we have to build time into our schedule to socialize instead of, well, actually like human beings are designed to be social creatures and we do everything side by side and we, we cook and we eat and we, you know, we gather food together and we, we build homes together and we hunt together and we do everything together. And alone time, you know, is a precious thing, but it's not all that there is. And there's just no concept of working with people you don't know. And there's no concept of hearing stories from strangers so that you have this safe distance between you of a screen or, you know, of you not having that relationship or they're actually not responsible to your feedback, you know, and what's great about social media is that, yeah, now there is a feedback loop, but it's, it's the most unhealthy kind of feedback loop that could possibly exist because you're not getting you know, the visual and the audio feedback in real time, you're not seeing their face and their expression of how your story or your criticism affects that person. So there's no, there's no psychological accountability. There's an abstract accountability. You can't do this. You can't do that. But there's no psychological accountability of, Oh, you know, I, I actually don't feel the impact of, Oh, I hurt that person. Now I have to, you know, kind of right this wrong that I've made, it becomes all about perception. Oh, well, I offended somebody that I've never met. So now I have to change what I said, even though I meant what I said. And and there just becomes this just total disconnect. Every single piece of content, communication, and storytelling is completely disconnected now. And I just don't know if any of it really exists anymore. It's like, we've got improv. We've got plays and look, I love movies and I love music and I, I, I'm not ragging on all this stuff in general. I'm just saying that because it's the overwhelming majority of, you know, content, storytelling, entertainment that we have, literally most of it is completely disconnected and there's no psychological benefit from any of it. There's no human connection. Therefore, like, what's the point? It just becomes a distraction. It just becomes a distraction. And and every aspect of our life is just getting to the next moment and the next moment and the next moment waiting for work to be over so that I can flood my consciousness with content that doesn't actually provide any psychological, you know, challenge or reward. And I'm just passing the time until I can sleep to rest and recharge and, and do it all again. So yeah, there's just no real challenge and there's just no real reward. And we're spending our entire lives in a cycle, in a fog of, man, I'm just, I'm still just tired. I'm just tired. I don't have the energy to work out, even though working out gives me energy because all I do all day long is not work out. So my body just doesn't know how to do that. Like I know how to do it for maybe 30 minutes a day, but aren't we designed to be moving all day long aren't we designed to be with other people all day long and adventuring and exploring and being in nature and breathing fresh air all day long it just it's just a mess like how we got here and i i guess i'm not surprised that now the only people that have that freedom to sort of live the way we were meant to live and have that real healthy work-life balance, quote unquote, are the, are the four-day workweek people who are wealthy enough that they've sort of leveraged their way into that amount of free time that they can design their, their life to, to be like that. Or it's people that are just so completely off the grid. They're social pariahs and they're lucky if they're not alone. So it's just kind of sad to me. I just don't know how we got here. I mean, I do know how we got here, Um, but I don't want to piss off my capitalist friends. Love you guys very much. (laughs) And I'm not, not that way. It's just, there's some causes and there's some effects and the effects really suck and I don't think that we're dealing with them healthily. And I think we are pointing to symptoms of the problem and we're pointing to political discord and we're pointing to each other when it's like, no, the reason why we're sort of at odds and add ends is that we are completely depleted. We are starving our brains of a well-functioning life. You know, we're starving our bodies of an actually healthy, rewarding, amazing experience. And not to bring him into, into this too much, but. Joe Rogan said something in some podcast. He's probably said it a hundred times, to be honest. I just I don't listen to everything he's ever done. Um, but basically that like we from an evolutionary standpoint, we just lived through a lot of violence. We lived through a lot of traumatic experiences, but because it was always you know, or for the most part, us united against some external threat or terror or, you know, predator. Because we were united against that, there was this kind of psychological, you know, high and, and, and that would happen and low that would happen. You know, there'd be this enormous sense of relief and triumph, you know, that we overcame it together. But now it's just kind of all these Micro challenges that don't ever really give us that psychological payoff, and these micro doses of dopamine that don't ever really give us that psychological payoff. And I just think we're looking in all the wrong places to fix these problems, and we're looking in all the wrong places to blame someone for the result of, you know, as the result of these problems. So here I am talking into a microphone at my little work from home desk because I just kind of can't do it anymore. I just I just can't keep hammering away at something that makes no sense to me. And why aren't we living our best lives? I mean, we know enough. But it's like, you can't stop this train. It's like climate change. We know exactly what's causing it. We know exactly how to stop it. But the system and the scaffolding has built so much around all the machines that make this whole planet operate. It's like too big to dismantle and nobody will even try. No one will even try. They, 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 because they don't know where to start and there's too many people involved. It's just easier to just let it keep leading us to our destruction. And the amount of work, I mean, most of my friends are in marketing. The amount of work in administration that goes into producing a never-ending stream of content that people barely care about and barely interact with is actually just like shocking. And the more people try to automate it, the less effective it gets in terms of grabbing people's attention. So it's like, we're again, we're doing it because we think we have to. And the more we do things because we think we have to do them, just like the worst the quality gets, (laughs) the worse it gets. And so again, it becomes like, literally, what is the point if it's not coming from an authentic place? Why is it coming at all? If it's not impacting people, why does it even exist? Why are we spending hours and just destroying our, our minds and our mental health, slogging away at stuff that people don't care about? And we're wondering why, like, oh, yeah, like social media is just not as effective as it used to be. Oh, paid more profitability is sinking. Da, da, da. And then and, and we just keep pointing to, oh, it's the competition. It's the competition. It's always the competition. It's like, no, we're just all tired of it. And just like everything else with human beings, it's fun while it's new. But as soon as it's not new anymore, We just glaze over our minds and our eyes have just want nothing to do with the same old shit. I don't want to eat rice every day of my life, just like I don't want to see the same fucking infographic a hundred thousand times across every single B2B, whatever, whatever I've ever seen. Say something you believe in. And stop asking people to replicate formulas ad nauseum just because you can't think of anything else to do. Yeah, the formula works great until it doesn't because formulas don't work on human beings. Human beings aren't computers. So yeah, there there is a structure to a great story. There is a structure to a great character. It's a structure to a great piece of music. There's guidelines you should follow. But we're kidding ourselves if we think we can create something great that people really care about, that really impact people every single day, multiple times a day. And it's just not going to happen. So why not try to do something different every single time? And then the formula will magically appear. The the formula will reveal itself to you. You go, oh, okay. That's how I do that formula. That's how our brand does that formula. This works really well for me. This works really well for us. For some reason, when I just keep doing things that I want to do the way that I want to do them, I'm actually reaching people. I'm actually resonating with people. So all that to say, like, if you sat there thinking like I did, why would I even bother to record one single podcast? Even if I really, really want to, why would I? Why should I? Because there's probably a hundred million podcasts at this point. And no one's going to listen to them all. And very few of them will ever really matter. And very few of them will ever really impact anyone. So why do I want to be a part of that? I think it's because I realized, and you probably all know by now, that if we don't speak up, we will just wither away. And if we don't get heard, we will just wither away. So it's not that important that you have a purpose when you first get started. It's not that important that you know how it's gonna impact the other person when you first get started. You got to do it because you got to do it It has to be done. There just has to be more to life than what it is right now. I sit here thinking, who would ever want to listen to this depressing garbage? <laughs> Bo Burnham's done pretty well with the depressing garbage. Made you some content. Daddy made you your favorite hope and why?